Lori here, welcoming you to another episode of Real English Conversations from BetterAtEnglish.com. Today's conversation is about some of the differences between American and British English usage when it comes to telling time. This conversation also marks the first appearance of my very own mom here on Better at English. She gives us her perspective on American usage, while my English friend Michael, whom you know from earlier podcasts, returns this episode to cover the British point of view. This episode follows directly from the previous episode, number 44, so if this is your first time listening to our podcast, you should go back and listen to episode 44 first, otherwise you might not understand what we're talking about. The PDF that goes with this episode contains the full transcript, the vocabulary list, the image of clocks that I use to elicit time expressions from my mom and Michael, and some usage notes about time expressions in British and American English. You can download it directly in iTunes or visit betteratenglish.com and download it from there. Whew, I think that's enough introduction for today. Let's get on with the conversation. In this informal language experiment, I showed my mom a picture of four clock faces and asked her to read me the times. This was to see what prepositions she would use particularly if she would avoid the preposition past, as Yvette's former teachers claimed Americans do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you scored a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now this is very interesting because you are a Native American speaker and you haven't had, I, I doubt you've had much exposure to British English and you've definitely not ever had to teach English using British English materials or anything like that. Yeah, the problem is is that sometimes when non-native speakers are learning English, teachers will tell them misguided rules that they may be read in some outdated book somewhere saying things like in American English you have to use after when you talk about time, you can't use past. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I think as well that I maybe naturally I'd be more likely to say after, but I wouldn't think it was weird or strange if someone said past. Okay. Okay, that's that's great. And that's really just the point that I wanted to make that often hmm? Right. Right. Half past 12 definitely. Yeah, you wouldn't say half after 12. Yeah. And the interesting thing is I used analog clocks on purpose 
because I was worried that if I just wrote the times in digital time, you would have you would have said, um, for example, seven twenty-five. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, that was my little experiment. <laughs> just... After doing the experiment with my mom, I went on and did the same experiment with Michael to get the British perspective. And read the times that you see on the clock. Okay. Yeah, it's ten past nine. Mm-hmm. That's in the top left. Uh, the top right is twenty-five past seven. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom left, uh, five past six. Mm-hmm. And the bottom right one is quarter past twelve. Okay, cool. You've also scored one hundred percent. <laughs> you can tell time on the Yay. analog clock. Yep. And the reason that I asked you to do this is because um, I had a discussion with Yvette the other day, and she remembered learning when she was studying English. Um, she's yeah. had both been exposed to people, you know, trying to teach her British English and American English, and she somehow was told that if you're going to speak British English, you have to say past just like you right. just did like it's 10 past 6 it's, it's true as well it's it's i i, I can tell you that that i mean she's absolutely right i mean uh -huh. never mind the experimenting that is how we're taught uh -huh. and i had never never heard anybody say 10 after you know 3 or something like that until i met an american person okay <laughs> that, okay but did you still understand it the first time you heard did it cause any problems oh, it didn't it didn't cause any um any confusion you say uh 10 you know 5 past 10 past quarter past 20 past 25 past uh-huh and when it's around it's 25 to 22 quarter to 10 to 5 to but right. it, I've heard some American people say 10 till. Oh, yeah, 10 till 6, yeah, quarter um, till. You, mm. you never, ever, 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 ever say that in British English. It's always past and it's two and it's drummed into you. Okay, but that's quite interesting. There's there's no variation whatsoever. But people can understand, obviously. I mean, you'd have to be a bit of a dick to mm -hmm. you know, be being deliberately obtuse if you're going, huh, I don't get it, you know, because it's... <laughs> obvious to anyone with half a brain, you know, what it means. Um, but it is, it, it stands out as being unusual, because this is, yeah, we have these little clocks with the, you know, the, the movable hand. Yeah, analog clocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah, fact, but, I was uh, quite cunning when I made the picture to send to you. I, may, I used analog clocks on purpose just to elicit the preposition past because if I had just written the times yeah. like in digital format you probably would have said right. things like nine ten or yeah but I, I don't I don't say times like that anyway I always do it the, the old-fashioned way okay. even after the advent of digital things because my dad would belt me if I said it um, you know the the digital way I'd seriously I'd get in trouble um, and my parents would yell at me oh that's uh, funny why what did they ever say why they didn't like it Yes, um, they felt it was dumbing things down, um, and it meant that, you know, you wouldn't be learning, you know, you wouldn't know how to tell the time properly, um, because if you just read it out like that, um, and I, I mean, I, and I, I think they had a very good point, um, 
because if you you know you, if you only knew how to tell the time like that and then you were at I don't know some big train station somewhere where they had an analog clock mm-hmm. and you're going oh um let me work out this, um, you know it's it's not so good yeah it's definitely I think uh, everyone needs to know how to tell time on an analog clock but I wouldn't go so far as to force people to use that every time they were talking about time because I think no. the digital system is so established now and it, it really makes perfect sense yeah and my I mean my parents are total Nazis when it comes to anyway I, I love them but you know misguided in the extreme you uh, know I'm going to have to bleep you out now <laughs> Recording for uncensored English. That's all for this time. Of course, in these spontaneous conversations, we can't cover all of the usage issues that apply, and sometimes the examples we come up with on the spot might not be the best from a teaching perspective. So, to make up for that, I've added some extra usage notes to the PDF file for this episode. I hope you find them useful. Thanks for listening and bye for now.